One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling. I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get was a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family and that will help us grow. Tonight, I have Lisa joining me to tell me about the many encounters she's had in her life. We start off with a fantastic Min Min story. Lisa then tells me about the horrific encounters she had with an evil spirit in her house. These encounters are pretty terrifying, so you might not want to listen to this one if you have any children around. But before we get into that, let's talk about some iTunes 5-star ratings and reviews. Each week, I read out a new 5-star review that's left for me on iTunes... So if you want your review read out, simply jump on iTunes and leave me a five-star review, letting me know what you enjoy about the show, and I might just read it out on the next episode. This one comes in from Adriana from Australia. I've always been fascinated in UFOs and strange phenomenon. Your show covers some interesting topics. Keep up the good work and letting people out there know that we're not alone. I'm sure more people will be looking upwards and around them and will see some amazing things to share with us all. Thanks for your program. Love it. And finally. If you want to chat to other listeners of the show, simply jump on Facebook and search for the Believe Paranormal and UFO fan group. We've just ticked over 300 members and it's a great little community, so make sure you go over there and check that out. I'll leave some links in the show notes for you. But that's enough of me talking. Let's get into Lisa's encounters. Tonight, I'm joined by Lisa and Lisa's had a very recent UFO encounter and has also had a couple of ghostly run-ins. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming on. I'm very excited because we don't really get a lot of um, ghost encounters on the show. And I'm always really intrigued by ghost encounters because a lot of people don't seem to want to talk about them. But before we get into that one, can you tell me about your UFO encounter from last year? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so it was, I can't remember the exact time, but it would have been about mid last year because it was a warm, I remember it being a warm time. Weather-wise, um, and I had been in Canada. I live um, about twenty-five minutes 
out of the main town. And um, it would have been about 1am. I was out with my boss and um, we'd had a good night. No drinking because I don't drink, don't smoke, don't do drugs. And um, anyway, I was driving home. I was about, about 20 minutes, about five minutes from home. And um, there's this, there's this stretch with a bit of a bend and um, I've been driving it for the last six years so not very well and um, as I'm driving this stretch part I noticed there was this green glow sort of to my it was off to my right and I sort of had a quick look and I looked back to the road and then I looked back to it and it was still it was following um, beside the car and I looked back and I quickly looked to the passenger side. I thought, oh, maybe it's a reflection. I had a quick look, looked around the car. I'm like, there's nothing green. And I've looked back at it and I'm trying to keep focus on the road, but look at this thing. And it would have been, it was about car height and about 10, 15 metres like, to the right from the car, um, just in the, in the bush side. And um, the glow is like a fiery gas glow. Um, but it was so bright, and I can only reference it to um, the green ghost from Ghostbusters. Like it, it was so bright, just a bright green. So I'm watching, and this is all in a matter of maybe five, five, ten seconds max. But going along, you know, this stretch of road, I'm watching this thing, watching the road, and I came around the bend. Now, as that bend sweeps around, that green thing should have come out in front of me, and that's what I was waiting for. Um, to cross my path, and it didn't. I didn't see it go anywhere. It just disappeared, and it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen for one of. But yeah. And what city did this happen in? Um, it was just outside of Stratford, uh, over Gippsland. Right. Okay. And it was only fifteen meters away from you. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably. It was about as big as a garbage bin. Like, you know, the green ones you take out every every week. That, yeah, it's hard to explain um, because I don't have the words. You know, you can't say, oh, it was an aeroplane. You know, and you can say oh, it was made of metal this and it looked like this. It was just this big glowing ball, just green. It was weird. <laughs> wow, that's, uh, that's really interesting. Did you hear any noise coming from this thing or? I was too scared to wind my window down. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't blame you on that. I think if anything is outside your window, you keep those windows up a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't hear any noises or you couldn't, you couldn't feel any vibrations like it was, it was making a loud noise or anything like that. I didn't hear anything. Um, I couldn't feel anything. Like I didn't feel any different. I, in myself, I probably felt a little bit more anxious. I'm like, shit, what's that? Um, but I didn't hear anything, and I definitely wasn't game enough to wind the window down. I think just that fear of the unknown, I wasn't ready to <laughs> to, to open that and you know hear anything more than what I was seeing. But no, there wasn't anything, yeah. Did you encounter any lost time or, or anything like that? I was very consciously aware to note how long it took me to get home. Because, you know, once I come around that bend and it disappeared and I was in my head, I'm like, what was that? What on earth was that? And I'm like, I checked the time on the dash and I checked the time when I got home. I didn't miss any time whatsoever. I didn't feel like, you know, I got anything. I was worried. My biggest thing, like once I sort of realized what had happened, I was like, oh, what if the car stops? Because I've heard so many stories 
where the engine stops or the lights off or something, and I really didn't want that to happen. Not out in the middle, you know, of where I was driving. Um, but no, none of that happened, thankfully. Sounds like you almost had a UFO handbook of the uh, the things that you need to be aware of when when you do oh. count one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think it was a UFO? Was that your first thought when you saw it? Um, I honestly had no idea what it was because initially, when I seen it, I thought, oh. You know, it's a reflection of something like from my car or whatever. And then I realized there's nothing in my car. There's nothing around me. Um, there was nothing at all to explain it. And um, it, when I started, because I'm a big person, like I'll research things. If I don't know about something, I'll research it. And the only thing I could come up with um, is the Min Min lights. Like nobody knows what they are. They're just lights that follow and, you know, they've been different colors. And I'm like, I wonder if it was that, but then I don't know. I honestly don't know. We recently had a lady on the show and um, she encountered a Min light that sounds very similar to yours. I mean, the one that she encountered was about the size of um, a beach ball, which if you're comparing that to the size of one of the, a normal wheelie bin that um, every Australian kind of has, that would be about it's the same size. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with the distance, like it's hard to tell. Um, you know, I could say it was 10, 15 metres away, but I'm pretty sure it distance. Um, but it could have, you know, it could have been a bit closer, it could have been a bit further. Um, because I was trying to concentrate on driving, because I knew that bend was coming, um, but I'm also trying to see where's that going, is it coming out in front of me? Because I didn't know if it was a solid object or anything, I'd just seen this bright green glow. And was the light quite bright? Like it was, would it have been blinding to look at? It wasn't blinding to look at. It didn't. This it didn't illuminate everything that was around it because it was going through trees. So trees didn't light up, um, and it was solid, like you couldn't see through it. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. That's really interesting because when it's a a powerful light that is, I guess, radiating out, you would think it would kind of light up the area around it. Yeah, and and that's what I noticed on like. Nothing was lighting up around it. You know, you shine a torch and it gives you this glow, like you've got the direct glow where it's heading, but then it illuminates around it as well. And this wasn't doing that. It was, you know, glowing itself, but nothing around it. So what do you think it was? Do you think it was a UFO? Um, <laughs> I don't know. The more I read about the minion lights, I'm like, okay, it seems to go that way. That's the, the the closest I can I can put it to. You know, if you've got to put it in a box, that's what I can put it into. Um, but as I said, when I came around the corner, expecting it to come in front, it just wasn't there. There was nothing there, and nothing shot up. Nothing went anywhere else because I would have seen it. I would have seen it, but it just disappeared. Have you heard of any other encounters like that around the area? No. Now, um, I have heard stories about UFOs over here. Um, nothing in detail, just that, you know, apparently there, there's a, a spot over here that is known for, you know, seeing UFOs in the sky. Um, but I've never heard of, you know, anyone saying, and, you know, small town countries, people talk about everything. Um, but yeah, never heard of, of anything like that, what I experienced. It actually sounds like a quite enjoyable encounter because, 
I mean, you were you were UFO smart. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's a term now. You're UFO smart, and you, <laughs> you, you kind of checked off all the boxes to to make sure that you did everything that you could to to be as safe as you could. And um, yeah, I mean, you walked away with this this incredible encounter. You're unscathed, and you have a great story to tell from it. Oh yeah, um, it, it was. It's like I'll never forget it. Something I will never forget. I will never forget that image. I'll never forget. The colour, like, the, you know, it's something like to get, but it's something that I can't put in the box to say, yeah, it was this. Like, I, just, I just can't because I've got no explanation for it whatsoever. And it, it's probably nice to have a little bit of mystery remaining around it, just just a, a nice memory. Oh, I don't like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, do you want to tell us about your um, the ghost encounters that you've had there, Lisa? Oh, my gosh. Um I've had yeah quite a few, but there's two that absolutely stand out. Um, the first one was many years ago. I was only 15, um, and there, there were friends that lived at this house, and it was a very old house. And the house was known um, only the females um, that would you know would be at the house. In at the back of the house is the laundry, and the toilet is in the laundry. And the laundry door is glass, and it's like that bubble glass, so you can't actually see, but you can see if there's a shadow or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know the time. And, um, yeah, all the girls always would say that they would see a little kid, you know, a little kid standing and just at the at the outside of the window while they were on the toilet. Um, but everybody, so female and male, could hear footsteps running up and down the hallway um, at the night time. Um, in in the lounge room, so the very front door, that's a glass pane as well, and you've got the lounge room to the left-hand side. If anyone came to the door, um, the shadow would cast down the hallway, so you'd know constantly there would be a shadow cast down there, um, like it would just appear like someone's at the door and you're waiting for someone to knock so you get up and answer. No one would be there. And so many times to get up and check and there'd be nothing there. Um, but the shadow of, you know, someone at the doorway. And was it always a little um, boy? The the front door um, seemed to be a lot bigger. Um, the the figure in the bathroom was always little, um, and the footsteps were always little footsteps. So um, I'm turning my light on because I'm freaking out now, <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, but, yeah. I, I never heard the footsteps or seen the shadow myself. Um, but there were plenty, plenty of strange things, just little things. But the, the biggest thing that stands out to me is that um, the, the stereo in the lounge room, didn't matter where you were in the house, it would switch on and it was the same song every time. And at that time, it was um, when if Paltrow had released a song she did it. I can't remember the fellow she did it with, but she sang it. It was um, cruising together. So I don't even remember it. But, um, oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always that song, no matter what time it flipped on. Um, it was always that song, and, and nothing ever explained why or or how or anything. Um, was it on the radio or was it from a, a CD that you had or a cassette, something like that? There was no CD. There, um, it wasn't tuned into a – it may have been tuned into a radio station, but we never paid attention to those things. 
um, because it happened, you know, so frequently. It would it would have been, you know, two, three times a week um, that it happened, and it's just like, what is it? What's happening? Because it was at different times, and we had stuff like, is you know, the radio station playing it that much, and so you know, lots of conversations that I, I can't remember a hundred percent, but it definitely wasn't a CV. Um, but it was always the same song. Yeah, that's a bit creepy, isn't it? Well, it was weird. It was really weird. Um, but, and, you know, weird things were happening in the house. Um, so, stupid ass. There, there was a, a couple of males. They were in their early 20s. And there was me and my friend. And she was a couple of years older than me. Um, and they were like, oh, let's get a Ouija board. Yeah. Oh, that's a red flag um, for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we thought it would be a great idea. Um, the first, there's a lot of things that came out of it. The first night, not a lot happened. Um, yeah, I can't sort of remember the nights exactly, but I know the first night, not a lot happened, but there was enough of an interest there. It's like, all right, you know, let's try it again tomorrow. The next night, um, what what I am to believe from, from everything, one of the guys that was there, it was one of his good mates when he was younger. He passed away in a motorbike accident, and he was just you know asking questions and this glass was moving around, answering them. And I remember him being so emotional about it. And I, you know, it was things that none of us knew because we didn't know this guy. Um, so it was things that we couldn't have answered. So that was, a, you know, a fairly emotional night that night. So we kind of, you know, finished it off and we're like, all right, let's leave it. Let's have a go the next night. Um, the next night, I think it was the third or the fourth night. But anyway, I'd gone over there. We thought we'll have dinner, watch a movie, and then we'll play with this Ouija board. And um, we're sitting watching this movie. I can't remember what the movie was. But um, the couch, it was that pink leather, right? So it's not leather, it's that plastic leather stuff. And um, I'm sitting on the three-seater and I'm in the far right corner. I'm curled up on it comfortable. And um, the other guys, they're on the single couches and some beanbags. And um, I heard this slap. Like, you know, it's that material. Something lands on it, you hear it. And I thought someone had thrown a bag of lollies or something. So I've just looked to my left. And I saw this bum print, like these two bum cheeks sitting and then the back divided in like someone had sat next to me. Oh, you're kidding. And oh, I, <laughs> I have, every hair has just stood up. Um, I stood up so quickly and screamed. Like I cannot, I will never forget that image, like another image that will save me forever. And everyone sort of stopped me like, well, well, what's wrong, what's wrong? And it was in that moment I had this massive hot, cold rush, like it, just, I can't explain that feeling either. It was just so overwhelming. And um, it was just everything felt at once. And anyway, everyone's like, what's wrong with And I'm like, someone's right next to me. Someone's right next to me. And I had tears. Like, I couldn't believe what I'd seen. And everyone sort of, you know, oh, you'll be right. You'll be right. You're just imagining things. You know, nothing's happened. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And I, I didn't sit on that couch. <laughs> I sat on one of the other chairs. Um. And I was really hesitant, like I didn't want to do, you know, the Ouija thing again. And I'm like, no, 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 I'll just watch, like, I'll sit here. And so they all sat down and planned everything and, you know, started off. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. On the board, and as soon as the, you know, everyone had their fingers on this glass, and it just shot HA, 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 and it just kept going. And everyone's like, what? And then, you know, one of my mates was like, what are you laughing for? And um, the glass shot straight to me, like on the board. Oh, I just got and, chills. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting, like, I was sitting, I was like, what? And it, it sort of reaffirms that, okay, I didn't imagine it. So I was, I, I was okay, you know, I was like, right, I didn't just see that. And, um, you know, and then the, the people that were doing the board and they're like, oh, did you find that funny? And they're like, yes. Um, and then... You know, they're asking further questions along. So that night when that happened is when that we found out, um, well, you know, from, from the, the Ouija board, there was a little boy um, and he was the one that was playing with the, the radio. He loved that song. Um, that's what had come out. Um, there was a father um, and there was a mum and they had, you know, passed away from a house fire. Now, we had confirmed, like, later on um, with research that, yes, there was a house there that had previously burnt down. Um, it was tragic. Family had, you know, passed in that. No one had known that beforehand. Um, so, that, yeah, that that was that night. <laughs> I, I never slept in that house after that night. Like, that was it. I was done. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, what is everyone's reaction to, to what just happened? Um, I think, like, after it was confirmed that, yes, you know, what had happened, what I'd seen in that, I think there was a lot more, I don't want to say calmness, but it was like, okay, what everyone is seeing, what everyone's hearing, yes, it's happening, and this is why. Like, it, it was an explanation, if that makes sense. Like, it's the same thing. You can put it in a box. You can explain it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I know people are a bit weird, you know, on the Ouija boards and have their different opinions and things like that, but I, I could not have made this up if I tried. Like, I just I couldn't. But um, definitely, I, I've never touched one since, and I never will. Like, never, never will. I've heard so many horrible stories since, and I'm just like, yeah, no. Yeah, look, I've spoken yeah. to a handful of um, paranormal investigators since starting this show, and um, they they all reassure me that it's safe to play with a Ouija board. But I tell you what, you 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 could not get me to do it at all. <laughs> no, 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 I'll never do it. <laughs> Far out. That's that's actually quite amazing. And did anyone else see? I guess what you saw on the couch? No. No, because we were watching the end of the movie and it, it literally was like it would have been maybe 10, 15 minutes to go on the movie. Um, you know, nobody's seen it. And that really shattered me at that moment because, you know, I was like, I'm not imagining this. Like, it's not in my head. Um, but once, you know, once everyone had their hand on that glass, 
and that moment happened, like it was sort of a relief to me that like, okay, I didn't see that, like that really happened. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't find it funny, but obviously they did, um, the, the spirit. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's always good to um, have one that's, I guess, got a sense of humour. So, oh yeah, <laughs> like if you're going to get one, you want a nice one. <laughs> yeah, wow. And I mean, have you had any other ghostly encounters like that? Um, nothing, nothing to do with the Ouija board. Um, but the the second biggest one that I've had, um, this is only four years ago. Um, I was living um in this house. No, sorry, it would have been six years ago. Six years ago. Anyway, um, just moved into the house. I've been there for quite a while. Um, oh, no, just under a year. Anyway, when you walk in the front door to your left immediately is the open lounge wood heater. Um, there's a, a wall that divides it from the kitchen, which is a massive open kitchen. Um, to the right-hand side is a hallway, and that leads down to all the bedrooms. But on the left-hand side in the lounge room, there's a doorway that goes out to the garage, right? That garage was converted into a large room, and that's where I decided I want my, my bedroom to be, in that large garage. And um, like I said, you know, been been living there for, for under a year, but long enough, never noticed anything, you know, everything was fine. But it was, um, <laughs> again, it went over a few nights. On the very first night, um, I was fast asleep and I woke up to like a slap on the back of my neck. And my immediate thought was, shit, spider, huntsman. And I started slapping myself and sort of sat up. And um, the garage had um, windows that went along the top. Um, so, you know, the, the moonlight lit up in the room. So I sat up and I sort of brushed my pillow and I thought, you know, get it off my bed. And I didn't see anything and I'm like, all right, you know, it's on the floor, it doesn't matter. And um, went back to sleep and um, I, I couldn't tell you how long I was, you know, out for, but the slap happened again. And I sat up this time and I ducked right to my, to my, um, my door and switched the light on. And I sort of looked around. There's no spiders. There's nothing. And I was like, okay, I didn't. I didn't like that feeling of it happening again on the back of my neck. Anyway, did you feel like something was up that night? Um, I, I didn't know at that stage. Um, but I just knew I was like, I didn't like that feeling. You know, a slap on the back of the neck, like you know, it just. Mm, Especially, you know, because I thought, oh, shit, there's a huntsman. Like, no one wants a spider in their bed. No, not at all. Um, no. <laughs> so I sort of was like, oh, all right, go back to sleep. So I'm back to sleep. That's all right. Um, the second night, um, I remember I woke up. I was asleep on my back, and I don't know what woke me, but I, I just opened my eyes, and I was so stiff. Like, I couldn't move if I tried, but there was this very, very heavy breath from the far right of where my bed was, um, where the garage door should have been, but it was a wall. And um, there was four deep breaths, and they were so loud. 
and I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I was so frightened, and it just stopped. And I, I just, um, <laughs> even thinking about it now, like it makes me want to tear up. And I sort of, I didn't want to move. Like you know, once it had finished, I didn't even want to go to bed. Nothing. So I just lay there for so long until I fell asleep. Um, and then you know, <laughs> get up the next morning. I'm just like, right. I don't like what's happening here and sort of went to work and did all that. That's all right. Come back home. <laughs> Stupid me. Um, third night, jump into bed, go to sleep. And um, again, same thing. I don't know what it is that woke me, but I'll, again, on my back. Um, and I just woke up, frozen, hearing this deep breath again, four of the deepest breaths so loud. But this time, it was on my left, right next to my bed, right next to me. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah, remembering that moment really gives me chills. Um, did you, were you able to see anything there? I did not turn my head. I did not move nothing. Like, I was so still. I was so petrified, so many things running through my head. I'm like, please don't take my blanket off. Like, I just thought, you know, if my blanket gets ripped off or anything like that, like, I will, you know, I'll crap myself. <laughs> I didn't want to look because I was so petrified of what I might see. Um, I just stayed there, you know, and again, it was those four deep breaths. And, um, and it was just, the same, same breaths that you heard the night before? Same breaths I heard the night before. Um, could not, yeah, like, <laughs> the only difference was that this time, instead of being in the far right corner of the roof, it was right next to my bed, right next to me. Yeah, Like, wow. I know, if, yeah, if something was there, if I had, a, you know, put my hand out, I would have touched it. I did not want to know what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and it's probably better because it could be one of those scenarios that, you know, if you start to acknowledge this thing, that it just welcomes itself into your life. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I don't even like talking about it because I'm like, I don't want it to come back. Like, <laughs> that, that absolutely petrifies me um, to think to ever experience that again. Um, but, yeah, so that was night three. Night four, <laughs> I had made the decision I was sleeping in the lounge room um, with that garage door shut. Um, but it was a, a bit early on in the night, so I, I've got two boys and we'd finished dinner and sat, watched a movie and um, I was laying in front of the, the wood heater and the movie had finished and I said to my youngest, um, he's only three and a half, maybe four, just gorgeous little kid and I'm like, oh, can you go and get mum's pillow for me, please? How bad's over parent? Like, I've fed my kids before I go in. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So he's gone in and he comes out and he's got this giggle smirky face and as he hands the pillow to me he goes, The man tried to get it off me. Oh no. I I oh, you know, I went what I felt all the blood drain from me and I sat up and I said, What did you just say? And my reaction to him, like he must have thought he did something bad because he immediately just looked down at his feet and um, I said, what did you say? And he goes, the man on the bed, he tried to get it off me. 
And I'm just like, okay, um, time for bed. And I stood up, I shut the door, like the garage door, immediately to the bedroom, and I went and put them in bed. And I'm still trying to process what, what my little kid just said to me, like, what's going on? Um, so I put them to bed and I come back into the lounge and I rang my mum straight away. Because um, I'd spoken to my mum, um, I think it was on night two or night three. It must have been night three. And I told her, look, this is happening. And she, you know, had said, you know, don't sleep in there. Anyway, so I called her and I'm on the phone to her and I've gone over everything, told her what had happened. And she's like, wow. Like, you know, we're just having our conversation. Mid-conversation um, in the kitchen. So there's the wall there that's um, separating the lounge to the kitchen. In the kitchen, clear as day, I heard this cup, because my boys, they had a tarp tent set up in there. It was dragged, like I heard the tarp drag along the kitchen floor. You're joking. And I just, I wish I was. <laughs> my heart sunk. And I was like, Mum, and she's like, what, what's happened? And I, I told her what I heard. And she's like, Lisa, turn all the lights on. You need to check what's going on. And, you know, so I've turned all the lights on and I've walked around the corner and this blue tent tarp was on the other side. So it would have been four metres, four metres across from where it was. But it was peaked at the top, like it had been picked up from the top and taken across. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it you absolutely does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I just I couldn't believe what I was looking at, what I was seeing. Like, it just, yeah, my, my brain couldn't fathom because again it's like you know an apple didn't fall on the floor you know a picture didn't just fall off the hook like this is something dragged across the room there's nobody in there no there's no pets there's no nothing nothing whatsoever to explain how that happened so um fair to say the next day I went <laughs> to a health shop and got some some sage and yeah, went through every room and made sure I smoked them right out. Wow. Um, the lady, yeah, the lady at the shop, she had said to me, and this is the biggest thing, um, the lady at the shop, I explained everything to her, and she had said to me, do you have any mirrors in your room? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I've got this massive one metre, five metre, you know, it's a really beautiful gold-framed mirror. Is it a, and, is it a um, bit of an antique mirror? No, no. Wasn't antique, just looks fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she said, "You need to turn it facing backwards or cover it." And I'm like, "Okay." And I did, and nothing else happened ever since I did that. So now, you know, I don't care what it is. Any mirror I've ever had is always facing the other way at night time. Um, all doors to bathrooms are shut. Um, and I've, you know, never had a problem since. But, and I don't know if that's just, you know, just me <laughs> hoping that that was it. But <laughs> Far out. Um, have, yeah. have you heard of the theory that um, mirrors hold energy for ghosts? Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're a doorway. Yeah. Um, I remember reading, um, kind of was on YouTube or reading an article or something, but there is a, a handprint a lady had woken up in her house and she had a big hallway mirror 
and she woke up one morning and there was a handprint on it. And she went and got her cleaning stuff to clean it. But when she did that, she realized that the handprint was from the inside of the glass, not on the outside. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so since you, since you did that to the mirror and you kind of, I guess, put sage all the way through the house, have you had any other encounters with that, that entity? Not, not with that entity, not with, not at that house, nothing that drastic. Um, my little fellow though, <laughs> he, he had a lot of sleeping issues, like a lot. You know, he's just this little, little kid. And, um, it was really, my gosh, it used to drive me nuts because he was constantly in bed with me or in bed with his brother. He'd never sleep alone. And, um, you know, I kind of cracked the shit on her. I'm like, why won't you sleep on your own? You know, it's driving us insane. And he just purely and innocently said, I hate the people watching me sleep. Oh, wow. And it just, it was a massive hit to my heart. I thought, shit, you know, this kid is petrified of sleeping on his own because obviously, you know, I, I wholeheartedly believe kids are as pure as anything. The energy they have when they come in here. I believe that they are, you know, open. The energies are open to a lot more than what we are as adults. You know, once the world starts impacting on us, you know, we start to sort of lose that connection. Yeah, I agree. Um, but for him to say that, and he's, you know, four years old, I was like, wow, okay, you know, all right, sleep with me, sleep with your brother. I don't care as long as you feel like you're safe. Um, and, you know, I have spoken to a couple of people in regards to that, you know, um, when he was younger, how can I help him with that? And some people have made comments, well, you know, why don't you try and show him that it's not scary and that, it may, you know, he's got this gift that he can help. And I'm like, for a four-year-old child, he doesn't need to know that. Like, no, if he's not got at that all. in his teenage years, he can manage, you know, he can learn to manage that on his own. But at four years old, when you're scared to sleep because people are watching you, then don't. I'm not going to let you, you know, be like, oh, it's okay, you know, because I don't know, I can't see, so I don't know what he's saying. So I can't say it's okay. But, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have that problem anymore, thank, thank God. <laughs> oh, wow, that's good then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Lisa, I want to thank you for coming on the show because those are some absolutely they're, – they're powerful stories, the ones that you've shared with us oh. tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for having me. I um, I absolutely love hearing your stories that you've had and it's good to be able to to share these experiences with people, you know, um, that acknowledge it and that, that enjoy them, you know. Yeah, and I hope someone absolutely takes something positive from this, this episode. You know, what you've said, you know, you may have just helped someone who's in a very similar situation and, you know, they might have picked up something that might be able to help them. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Cover your mirrors. <laughs> and that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe. And you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.